This is probably not a thought I should have on the podcast. And this is not an original thought. This is something that I... Are you going to separate the art from the artist? No, 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 no. This is an interesting theory. This is not my theory, but this is a theory that I... Borrowing from another podcast. What, John Carmonica? Yes. Yeah. He was talking about how, like, to be a rebellion in today's world means to be, like, anti monoculture or mm. like anti-wokeness yeah and so in a way shane gillis or dave chappelle or kanye like these are this is today's form of rebellion doja cat like all these people who are like a little bit like yeah fringe fringe T- matt healy from 1975 like yeah, yeah. like and what i realized and this is not what they said i'm just um, i'm taking what they said it's like that's yeah. what makes people people are riding with these people that are a little like, and people have been riding with people that are like anti, like pop culture for years. Eminem was this, you know, fucking uh, punk rock was this. This is this is hip hop. It was this. Like this is as as storied as anything in hi- culture is people counterculture, mm-hmm. and counterculture right now is anti woke, anti establishment, anti um, media, anti internet. Like you know. Um, these people that are provocateurs. Yeah. And in a way, it made me actually understand Kanye West a little bit more, who has always wanted to be a contrarian, has always been this guy that's like, you don't tell me what to do, I do whatever I want. Again, he has always been someone that has to push against the system. That's what makes him exciting. That's what makes him dangerous. Like, think about George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, that's what he has been doing this for a long time. This is not yeah. a new playbook. This is another thing from from the John Caramonica School of Thinking. It's like, Dude, how do you get attention for your projects? It's really tough out here. Like Justin yeah. Timberlake and is is has a new album, new songs, blah blah blah. blah. No one gives a fuck. But if he he, he has a new album for real, yeah, JT it, JT. This is a good song too. Selfish is good, but like I don't think people. Yeah, that's not moving the needle. No. Like Dua Lipa putting out a new song isn't moving the needle. What moves the needle is <laughs> the shit that fucking pushes up against the fucking creates tension in in culture and i'm not saying that's a good thing but it it's keeping kanye kanye's been doing this move for 10 50, 20 years where it's like you know album season he says a bunch of controversial shit and all of a sudden everyone's like oh check out the new music yeah uh north works north's verse is fucking hard though <laughs> yeah yeah i will Mr. I, the westy that yeah, yeah that's my bestie, bestie westy yeah i mean it's so sick Ready? Three, two, one. Kevin, what's up, man? What's up, dude? We're back. We are back. Back in the New York groove. Yep. Kevy was shreddy for. I was, I was very shreddy. How many days were you actually on the mountains for? Eight. Eight. Two travel days. Eight days of skiing. Pretty fucking hard skiing. I was too. gonna say, how fucked is your body right now? Uh, I'm pretty right? tired. Yeah. I'm pretty sore, and my nose is fucked up. It's like some sort of like windburn, sunburn. Yeah. Like going too fast, skin melted off my nose type thing. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I have a little bit of a sun yeah. situation on my nose too. So we're just two guys back from vacation with yeah. uh, red noses. Yeah. Sounds like you went a little bit harder than I, I went really fucking hard. I just was in the sun. I was shredding my face off. Did, was the same mountain all eight days? Uh, no, I did like four. I did four different mountains. Yeah. So we did one day at Vale, like five days at Breck, one day at this place called Loveland. And then one day at Copper Mountain. Sick, dude. So I'm so jealous. It was great. Yeah, so we're getting we had good snow, laying fresh tracks pretty much 
the entire time, like the last couple of days. It was fucking awesome. You see, uh, Sean White was teaching Kid Cudi. Has I did see that. That was cool in Park City. Yeah, I um, I get a lot of snowboarding content on my TikTok. Probably they want you to start it up again. Yeah, they're like, come on, Alex, dude. They want there. you to get out to the mountains. You know that guy Ryan on TikTok? Do you ever see he shoots um from POV perspective? And he's like a snowboarder, and he's just like this lovable guy. And is he's it just, snowboard Jesus? No, nah, he's got long hair, but he's just this guy that is on TikTok snowboarding, and he's like progressively getting better. Uh, and he no. hits rails, yeah, okay. and like he hits jumps, and he's just like, he's just always like, you know, very excited, like, Woo, got yeah. it. And then he falls sometimes. He's just yeah. like, it's just fun. He's just, yeah. a, I, lo- I like wholesome st- ski yeah, content. He's a stoked motherfucker. He's a stoked guy on the mountains learning, um, and he's like not he's like good he's like backsiding rails and yeah. stuff but not like really too good where you can't like relate to it yeah do you know uh davis clark i don't know he's a he's this finance bro from boston hmm. um he kind of he's a little unhinged but like in a cool positive way where he's like i'm gonna grind so hard today because hmm. you know because everyone else is sleeping he's kind of like a gary he's kind of gary v pilled but like Got a screw loose, so is it makes this, it a little is interesting. Is he a skier or a snowboarder no, or just he, a content guy? He's a content guy, but he he's a big runner and work, he, he works out. But So you're just putting me on to some TikTok Yeah, he's, guy? he's like, he's sincere-pilled. He's, he's in my sincere-pilled uh, okay. Rolodex yeah. of people I follow and like. Yeah, the, there's only so few, there's so few sincere people on uh, Kevin's page. I know, uh, I, I know them all. The, he knows yeah. them all. Um, should we shout out Salt Hank? Do you know, do you know who Salt Hank is? Salt Hank. Yeah, he's a guy on TikTok. He makes fucking bomb ass sandwiches, and he reached out to us to do some work maybe together. So, oh really? Out. Yeah, dude. He's, I he, didn't see that. Yeah, he makes videos with like Maddie Matheson, Benny Blanco. What? Right? Yeah, dude. Reached out to us as a pod or us as a studio? As a studio. Okay, great. But um, yeah, man, I'm I'm still cooking on TikTok. I was in Jamaica, man. It was a it was a ting mom. <laughs> <laughs> Four days on the beach, beautiful right, vibes. Uh, yeah, Chet Hayes. Shout out to Chet <laughs> Hayes. Um, beautiful food, jerk chicken, Jamaican yeah. beef patties. That sounds great. Oxtail, that kind of shit was banging. You could get some nice time to relax. You know, it's hard for me to relax, but I did get there. You know, it took a couple good. days and some edibles and some stuff. And yeah, it was chilling. Uh, good, good. Just the grill. Check it out. Never been to Jamaica before, so first time. Nice. I love Caribbean. Water's clear. Fucking sun's shining. It's only three and a half hour like that's really like, yeah oh my god dude it's easy it's that's like, crazy you're there in like 10 minutes damn three hours psh, nothing yeah three hours nothing yeah and uh well you know a little customs but not too bad but um yeah there was a there was a jamaican church skit on snl uh with shane gill that like. was you yeah that was me i was uh, going to church <laughs> in jamaica uh what do you think of shane he was, um, i'll say it, not my guy i think i've you know i've warmed up to him he's funny I'll say that. He's a funny guy. Um, I thought his episode was underwhelming. I expected a lot, especially because of the bigness of like a guy getting canceled and you know kicked off the show and then coming back to host. I, mean, I don't know. I thought I, I thought it was I thought there were a couple of decent skits. Um I liked the I liked the HR one. I thought that was HR pretty good. Funny. Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah, Trump yeah, shoes yeah. one was pretty good too. Although yeah. they did I felt like they did miss an opportunity to have him like he's got a pretty good Trump impression. He did the Trump impression, no? Yeah, but he did on that skit, but I feel like they could have like had pushed him, it further. I feel like they could have had him like, you know, in character. Like he was just kinda like It was Trump. Yeah. I mean he wasn't he wasn't. He he was like embodying he was like an embodiment because at the end, like they had that other guy who wasn't as good at 
you know. No, that other guy does a killer job. Eh, you know. Yeah, it's fine. He's all right. Um, yeah, we should talk about the sneakers, the hottest sneakers, uh, yeah. <laughs> the hottest brand. Uh, the Trump ones. On the Trump, oh uh, yeah, the January 6s. Um, I have to say it, man. The second I saw that he was going to be at Sneaker. Fire, bro. Uh, no, I said this, <laughs> <laughs> the second I saw that he was going to be at SneakerCon, I was like, this motherfucker. I was just, just the fact that he was going, I was like, this guy is good at branding. Like, I, I hate to say it. I fucking hate this, you know, yeah. I hate this guy. Man, he's good at branding. Like he just is. He just is. People love him. They have a, 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 a. You could say he's an awful person. He is. He's got terrible fucking beliefs, and he's he's a liar, and he's a fucking a sociopath, convict, con artist. He 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 does some things right when it comes to branding. Oh my god! And um, he the sneakers going to sneaker con. And not just going and just like walking around and doing it, but just to, re- to release an, a $400 all gold Trump shoe. Yeah. Also $400 for that. Like those are gotta be dog shit. Like, oh, no, they're trash. Yeah. Well, they're, they're made obviously overseas in some fucking factory. Well, like, yeah. Aside from aesthetics, the uh, production on those things are, are oh, probably they're hideous. Super trash. They're hideous. And then you see they're fucking, nah, dude, they're fire. They're bro. reselling for $45,000. <laughs> no way. Yeah. People are fucking buying. Wow. Here's here's the th- the reason why I say he's good at branding is like not it's just because th- the same way that everyone's talking about Chingos or everyone's talking about Kanye for doing these fucking awful crazy things like the sneakers that's just such a sticky thing like yeah. it's just you know that everyone you know SNL and late night shows and everyone is giving Trump is selling a four hundred dollar all gold sneaker it's just like it it just it works. He's good at getting yeah people bought him it's, whatever it doesn't even matter about people buying him it's just how much. Cultural the zeitgeisty attention. Yes. Attention. Sneakers are over though. No, sneakers have been over. They've but been I'm saying over, like yeah. but for a politician to put out his own pair of sneakers, it just it it, it works. It, yeah. It's a good story. It's a good punch. It's it's a good setup. Like, oh, Donald Trump is releasing his own pair of ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the January sixes or whatever. Yeah, the, well, he knows yeah. he's gonna get like that. Yeah. He's gonna get the re- the the positive reaction from like Fox News, and he's gonna get the mortified reaction from CNN, and then everything in between. And you know, there's gonna be a lot of conversation around it. It's yeah. just gonna circulate his name. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna get mocked on SNL. They're gonna get mocked on fucking Jimmy Fallon. They're gonna get. They're they're just they're gonna be conversation and look he put them out like a week ago right there new york times article fucking snl like it's everywhere and it's it's that's exactly what he wants yeah. exactly what he wants um you know you gotta get the shoes <laughs> yeah dude i gotta <laughs> put them on the wall the, yeah uh, 45k the, all, the fact that they're so worth it also the fact that they're all gold is like so i think he had two colorways i think he had a, oh, there was well, a i think he had a white one and all gold there's, a, there's two colors. but the all gold are that's that's what really matters you know? i will say the thing about him being good at branding right and I, I i will argue anyone about this ready the greatest achievement that that man has made is that a guy who has an all gold apartment gold toilets and gold utensils and gold appliances and marble cares at all about the most disenfranchised poorest people in this country like the fact that he has somehow convinced those people (laughs) that he cares about them yeah is the greatest con piece of branding or marketing or whatever however you want to describe it it is it it blows my mind to this day that he has able that that guy has convinced that audience 
that he is their guy. It's shocking. Yeah, um, it's crazy. The only thing hotter than uh, uh, Trump sneakers, NBA All Star <laughs> weekend. <laughs> oh my god, what a transition! Was this was this last weekend? I already forgot. It. Yeah, it was last weekend. Was it last weekend? It was, we, we we've been kind no, of away. It was two no, weekends. It was two ago. weekends ago. Well, I was in Jamaica oh when it happened, and yeah, I had it was to President's Day weekend. I had to tap in. It was Saturday night. I was like, "What's going on? NBA All Star Saturday night." <laughs> um, dude, how'd you like it? I mean, it's it's. Did it's, you watch? How much did you watch? I watched the highlights. Okay, and I, it's so boring, yeah. but it's. I, I for some it has a hold on me. Yeah, it's the same with SNL. Like I watch SNL every week, and. Is it good? No. But do I watch it? Yes. That's and fair. That's the same thing about uh, uh, All-Star Weekend. And like every time I'm like, this is the year the slam dunk is going to be better. And this was probably the worst one I've ever seen. I feel I, like every year they find every it. Every year. Yeah, every it's, year. It's, it's worse and worse that. and worse. The only thing worse than the slam dunk competition was uh, Kenny the Jet fucking and the announcing saying that Sabrina should shoot from the women's line. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, what? Like. Don't you understand the whole purpose? <laughs> like what we're trying to do here? Those guys are so out of touch. Like, can I say another thing about fucking uh, post retired athletes at, you know, uh, speaking on podiums or in uh, announcing? We we have to fucking cut down the amount of people that talk. They need to start vetting. Them they need to start harder. vetting them harder. And we need to start saying, like, are these people should these people be talking into a microphone? And like the. <laughs> Before the Super Bowl, fucking you watch like seven guys around a fucking table. It's like, we can't get one woman here. Like, we can't get one person who has a different perspective than these seven ex-athletes, ex-NFL players that all have the same fucking general experience. Like, I like Teresa Thompson on on Amazon. She does a good job. Yeah, there's, I mean, they should put fucking. They get her in there. They should put Taylor Rooks. Like, they should put, there's plenty of, plenty of women that could be part of the judging panel for, for a slam dunk. They could be part of the fucking announcing. Like, what is going on here? Get Kenny the Jet and fucking Charles Barkley and Shaq. Like, get these guys out of here. I don't know. Here. They have a, they have a goaded, uh, they have the goaded sports program, in my <sighs> my opinion. I, I, Inside the NBA, are you going to sit there and tell me that's not the, you know, just number one sports program I'm around not, right I'm, now? I'm going to tell you that. I think it's... Have not. you watched Sports Center recently? Sports Center's bad too. I mean, ESPN. Sports Center's horrible. I so turned it on. I had it on on one of my flights. Yeah, because I wanted to, you know, mm. watch highlights. Yeah, for sure. And there was like no highlights. All it was was like. Yeah, I haven't seen it. All it was was uh, like weird stories about like athletes hanging out with other athletes and. On my flight, I watched McAfee, and I never, <laughs> yeah. I never really watched his show. It is good. Yeah. It's like entertaining. He runs he, a good program. He, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He, he had Adam Silver on, which is, I thought that was wow. really cool because it was like Adam Silver. Was in Indianapolis for the All Star Weekend, and he went to McAfee, and it was it was a good conversation. Um, moving on, do you see uh, Tyler the Creator for Louis Vuitton? Yeah, that's fire. He, he bangs. Yeah, he's dude. just I mean, he's so good. Yeah, Tyler does not miss, and I think I think, he, I think he's upstage in uh, Pharrell. No, yeah. I mean yeah. I think Pharrell Pharrell's always been his guy, and I think the fact that Pharrell brought Tyler in is very smart of Pharrell. Yeah, I don't think that makes him look bad. I think that makes him look even smarter. Than I like how Tyler is able to. Like he's got it kind of an aesthetic and like a totally of like a visual feel to basically yeah. anything he does. Mm-hmm. And I like how they let him cook and it comes through. And some of those pieces are really sick, like the uh, like the hand painted like Louis yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. If only I could afford that. Yeah, no, I mean, I I love it. I think I'm totally with you. I think Tyler, like I will say this about Tyler, he is one of the great artists of this generation, and I think music is 
one piece of his talent. Mm. And I think it's like, it, even if at times where I've like been in and out with the music, yeah. I always think his visuals, his aesthetic, his album art, his yeah. personal style, his performances at award shows, all of that, and his personal brand, golf uh, and LaFleur or whatever, all those brands he mm. has, like he's very good as a creative. Yeah. He's fantastic. And it's cool to see him get the Louis Vuitton like budget to do whatever he would want to do. And it's very sick. Yeah. It's cool seeing dudes like use rap as a vehicle to like excel their career. Like Vince Staples has a show on Netflix. I haven't, Watch, I haven't watched an episode, but no. I'm 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 probably going to tonight. I'm excited about that too. I yeah, it looks I haven't sweet. Watched it. Yeah, it's like a comedy, right? I think so. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. He rules. I yeah. love Vince Staples. He's hilarious. His yeah. music's good. Yeah, he's got good visuals. I'm excited about that. I do want to watch that. I haven't seen it yet, but no, I agree with you completely. I think it's it's amazing to see uh, Tyler get this sort of like high fashion sort of like yeah. nod, and I think it's. I don't think. I, th- I think it makes Pharrell look good. I think it makes Louis Vuitton look good. I think it makes everyone. I mean, obviously, it's incredible for Tyler. So, um, yeah, I actually want to check out. I'm not going to buy any of it, but it's pretty fucking sick. Um, oh, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited come to see on, that. Come on, dude. Buy some. You know what? Um, I have been starting. I don't want to talk about football anymore, but I started the 10-part Patriots doc oh, on no. Apple. It's called Dynasty. Ah, I mean, listen. Is it good? It's great. I mean, it's. I'm not a Patriots fan. If I can, not. It's. It's just. It's just good sports document. Like those franchises. Like the stories are great. Like yeah. Drew Bledsoe going down and Belichick sticking with Tom Brady and like Spygate. There's so many good stories in yeah. that 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 run. So I'm excited to see where it goes. I've got a couple. Cool. I need. To, I need to get on there. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know if you'll love it, but it's it's it's. It, I mean, I'll love it. I love. I, I'm a big sports doc guy. Yeah, you know, you know that. Love sports. Yeah, <laughs> love sports. Uh, you excited about Dune too, Kev? Uh, I'm excited to get that popcorn bucket. <laughs> we didn't talk about this popcorn. I know. Bucket. I don't. I can't believe we missed it. But I know this is the episode of like, hey guys, we missed some things over the past couple of weeks. But th- that was last week's episode too. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to catch up. It I was guess. literally called "We Missed Some Stuff" or "Stuff We Missed." <laughs> we're still missing shit. I guess that's okay. The sexiest popcorn bucket I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean the fact that that got through and produced and do you, you think know, is, you don't think anyone real? called it out? It was like, damn. No, this is I a think bucket. This bucket is wild. I think that they probably did, and the fact that it got through is maybe a testament to you know kind of what we're talking about earlier with like, but like the media cycle and how it works. It's like you post a picture of that crazy looking flashlighty popcorn bucket thing, and (laughs) and it yeah looks like it it looks it looks like a thing you would buy at a you know hustler Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and people yeah people are gonna flock to buy it because it's fucking weird and. Yeah, you know, salute to them. That's I, what makes the economy go round. I think. <laughs> Did you right? ever see Dune One? No, no, me neither. I kind of want to see it. I I almost watched it, <laughs> and then somebody was like, <laughs> nice. "If you didn't see it in the theater, don't even bother." Oh man, so it was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I almost watched Oppenheim on the plane. Oppenheimer. Oh, I think that's probably the worst place to watch it. That's where I was thinking. Maybe. That's the opposite of uh, whatever the Dolby. Yeah. That's Whatever what, they were talking about. That's what Christopher Nolan wanted, right? It was me to watch Oppenheimer on a fucking three-hour plane from, yeah, would from you, New would York to Jamaica. Uh, what did I... I JetBlue, I think. Okay, uh, same thing. I yeah, think. Oppenheimer. I need to... Uh, Oscars, I don't know when those are, but those are coming up, and I, I, I got a lot of movies to catch up on. I haven't seen yeah. shit. Oh. But, um, yeah, uh, Oppenheimer, um, Dune. I just don't have the fucking attention span for these fucking three-hour movies, but uh, I, I'm, I'm more... I think I'll enjoy Dune more. 
probably. Yeah, you love Timothy. That's my guy, Timothy. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet. I mean, listen, I'll say this. You Tip- loved Wonka. I did like Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a bucket there. It was like a hat. I did not buy that. Um, Timothy Chalamet's episode of SNL was about 30 times funnier than Shane Gillis's episode of SNL. Yeah. And I will stand by that. I think it's probably just because the expectation of like how... F- like. Timothy does not look funny at all. He's and very funny. I, He's I don't know. I think the, the writers talent. did a really nice job with Timothy and like like that that the SoundCloud rapping. rap. The SoundCloud rap skit was pretty good. Yeah, like the SoundCloud great. rap skit like actually made me smile. Like no. I was, you know, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It actually got through. The first one or the, uh, the second one? They did too. The first one is the one that went super viral with uh, with uh, Pete Davidson. It's, uh, you know, Yeet. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was the second one, clang, clang, clang. <laughs> yeah, the clang, clang, clang one I, I like. That was the yeah. second one because yeah. they had already done one. It was him and Pete Davidson being SoundCloud rappers. And then so it was- Where it was like the history of rap or something. Yes, it's the yeah. same premise. Yeah. But then when he posted the show again this year, they ran it back. And the, and it was almost, I mean, they 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 it was the Play same the exact skit and it worked. They just put in a different song, hits. clang, clang, clang. Um, <laughs> and the first one was Yeet. Um, it's it's great. Um, but yeah, no, Shane Gale's could uh has nothing on timothy um yeah uh that's that's what's going on in the world of culture kevin we got a couple more things coinbase was the one who bought the liquid death side of pack they bought it for a half a million dollars good for them i think that's probably a good investment right i mean sure i guess so how's your nft portfolio looking how's your sorry how's your crypto portfolio looking i haven't looked at a minute but i should probably take a look uh is crypto up again i don't know i don't know that's what's happening yeah i mean listen Coinbase, shout out to Jordan Esteban. We should we're gonna ha- we should have them on the show. Uh, our friends over at Coinbase, they're I like what they're doing. I think they're doing cool stuff. I think they brought in good creators. I think they're doing smart ads. I think this is a good move. Yeah, a good their, move. N- their NBA All Star um, NBA All Star game shit was cool exhibition or ex- sorry experience. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, they did a good job on that. Yeah, that's a, been a. Turn into a brand moment, I guess, is the NBA oh, yeah. All Star Game. There's so much brand content, but yeah, no, gotta Co- have an experience there. Coinbase brought, bought the ad. Um, they thought it was a good deal. It's probably a good deal. And then they, uh, they, they, uh, what do you call? They asked their fans what they should put on the side of the pack. So, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, they're using the the whole thing as a as a as a means to like. You know, start the promotion. If I had 500K, I'd buy it and just put my picture on it. Just a picture of you, Kevin, yeah, with maybe, a thumbs up? Yeah, put my picture and maybe like my Instagram handle. Yeah, I wonder how many people are actually going to notice this. Or is it just the idea of this? I don't know. That's I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of surprised. Like, I was thinking about this, you know, on the slopes, dude. I was just, all I was thinking about was brands. Yep. I, was mm-hmm. I know you. Myself, yeah. Why would, you know, why would Liquid Death. Sell, sell upside of their pack. You know, it seems a little, you know, off brand for them, especially. You know, they're a bit of an anti brand sometimes, but you know, mm. honestly, whatever. Who cares? I don't think they were hoping that another brand would buy it. But That's I guess true. your point is like, if you're gonna go, if it's gonna be half a million dollars, it's not like well, I don't you think, and I can. They uh, probably didn't know it was gonna be. Yeah, I wonder if they thought it was just gonna go to like some like did you know, we dry cleaning. T- business. Did we already talk about the, the drama with dude wipes? No. Okay, so so Dude Wipes won the auction. Oh, really? Yeah, on eBay, <laughs> and it was like three hundred k or something, and they and they promoted it. They're like, "We won the auction. It's us. We are the we're the winners." 
And then Liquid Death came out and said that actually people were having a hard time using eBay for the bidding. And people wanted to bid more money, but eBay wouldn't let them. Oh, that's a red flag. That's a bad eBay seller right there. And so... You You can't do that. That's breaking the rules of eBay. And so... Coin uh, Liquid Death decided to say, we'll take the highest offer. Doesn't matter if oh, it's on man. eBay or not. Dude. So this offer from Coinbase actually came not on eBay. It was like off platform. That's a bit shisty. Which I think if I'm Dude Wipes, shout out to Dude Wipes, sponsor the pod. <laughs> I'm I'm a little upset. I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm a little butt hurt. Yeah. Damn, that's a good one. Uh, if I'm Dude Wipes, because they... They won the auction, and listen, I hate to say this, but like rules the, are rules are rules, rules are rules. So I think I'd hope that Liquid Death finds a way to make it right. Yeah, I mean, as a person who is and who's tapped in with the vintage reselling on eBay, if that happened to me, yeah, um, if somebody went off platform and you know put a higher offer in on a on something I had, you know. You quote take unquote it. You take sniped yeah for a lower price oh. i'd be fucking pissed yeah I, I know i know a lot of vintage resellers sure. who would be very pissed because i see them sounding off on facebook yeah about that that same situation happening quite frequently and i will say this not to criticize look with death they could have done an auction on a different platform they didn't yeah. have to use ebay they could have had this auction on their website they could have been like highest offer on our email by tomorrow like, also they, who has trouble using ebay it's been around for like 25 years i guess they there was some issue where the highest bidders weren't like getting through people were trying to bid more that sounds like cap and ebay wouldn't let them that's it is a little it's fishy it's a little fishy because like if i'm liquid death do i want to give my packaging real estate to dude wipes probably Uh, i don't know that you do i think you'd rather give it a i mean you get an extra two two hundred thousand dollars which is i don't but I guess the question, money aside, who would you rather have share your packaging with? I, I don't know. Dude Wipes is probably. I just don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder. I, I, I'm, I'm. My, my third eye is open. Did they, they, they took the extra two hundred, uh, uh, you know, two hundred k. But we'll see. I, I, I saw on Twitter. This was a thing on on Twitter where Dude what's, Wipes. What's the discourse? Well, Dude Wipes was saying like we won the bid. They, they, they announced that they were the winners. Did they say anything after their yeah, bid got they, revoked? Yeah, they were like they were pissed. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know what they're supposed to do other than just kind of move on and just um, you know call yeah. call it a day. But um, it's a but, red flag for eBay. Yeah, don't, I don't I don't really like that. But you know, yeah, I don't really I, care. I don't love it either. You know what brand is actually getting torched online? Fanatics. Fanatics. Oh, oh my god! My <laughs> fucking god! Those fucking. You know the see-through uh, Major League Baseball it's uniforms. Bad. Oh my god! I saw one where like the type on the back is very, very small. I've seen a bunch of TikToks on this, and some people have been sending this in. So thank you to the listeners because that's the type of shit we like to see. Yeah. So the we should talk about it right now the uniforms. So in the past, it's been not Nike. It's been, I believe, the Majestic was before Nike. Okay, Majestic. You're right. So they're the official like title sponsor for the uniforms. Mm-hmm. So Nike gets the deal to make to be on the uniforms. Mm-hmm. But Nike brings in Fanatics to make the product. I don't understand like 
Why does Nike make it, their own fucking jerseys for M- M- Major League Baseball players? Absolutely. It's a great question. Like, why would you not just handle that yourself and make them, you know, the best that they could be? Yeah. You know, that would probably boost sales a lot if you had Make some, high quality Yeah, high garments. quality shit, yeah. But I think that's what Fanatics does is make dog shit. Oh, products. dude, they have. Have you seen like... Um, There's a Twitter page. It says yeah, like Fanatics sucks. It's hilarious. And they the just people misprint getting, like, stuff. And they're, yeah. The, the, people getting like upside down numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's a very funny uh, account. Yeah. Nameplates curving the wrong way. Yeah. it's it, it, <laughs> Apparently it's like a pretty fucked up. I think it's just because they make so much stuff. Yeah. And they make it for so cheap that like mistakes are just bound to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw like on the Guardians jerseys, like the... The cuffs on the arms were like a different cuff. That's yeah. crazy. Well, it's not even a uniform. So what people are saying, or sort of what, so what the story is. So Fanatics gets, they're making the new uniforms, mm-hmm. and stretch, uh, spring training just started, and the players are wearing these uniforms, and the names on the back of the jerseys look like fifty percent smaller, mm-hmm. and the numbers are like you know still. Roughly about the same size, maybe like twenty percent smaller. But like the relationship between the numbers and the and the and the nameplates are really fucked. And it just looks like a like it's a bush league. It looks like a shitty t-shirt jersey that they would give you at a giveaway, which is fine <laughs> when like you're going to a ballpark and you get a free t-shirt yeah. or you get a free jersey. It's like yeah, you think the quality is going to be the lowest it could be. But like if I'm a professional fucking baseball player and I make it to the league and I get my first jersey and my fucking nameplate on the back looks like it was made at the dollar store, like, that's fucked. Yeah, it's not a good look. It looks bad. Yeah, they need to be like, there's, there should be some gravity to those jerseys. Like, Yeah. Even know. if those aren't the jerseys that are sold at the, like, the sort of uh, stores within the, you know, if those aren't the replica jerseys that they sell to the masses at the ballparks or online, like, that's that's one thing. But the actual players' jerseys... Those should be a high quality mm-hmm. like fabric and the the highest quality jerseys that you can make. I had a little fanatics issue with the Bengals jersey I got last year. Um, yeah, oh shit. Which I, I got like a white, you know, Sam Hubbard jersey. And mm-hmm. I tried it on this year, like at the beginning of the season, and the 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 sleeve was like well past my elbow. It was it was just like it's yeah. like unwearable. Like what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. The sleeve was past my elbow and it was like tight in the armpit. It's like what the what is going on here? Yeah, so the um the biggest story about the jerseys is not just how shitty they look, is the white jerseys, which <laughs> I would say almost every team in the league has every, a white jersey. Every, yeah. I think they have to, right? Yeah. They have to have a white jersey. It's classic. And <laughs> the pants are so see-through that you can see the tucked in jerseys <laughs> to the pants. And also more. Yeah, and more. And more. Emphasis on the more. And so these guys are wearing skin-tight, translucent white pants. Everyone's saying they're trying to boost viewership in baseball. I mean, and listen. You know, this is maybe a good... Stay woke. You know, the NFL had Taylor Swift. Yeah. The MLB has see-through pants. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad idea, but it just makes everybody look particularly bad. If it's you know, bush league, it, yeah, it's part. But this is the most anyone's been talking about baseball in years is these shitty jerseys. Do they change them? I guess they kind of have to. I can't imagine they go into some people day. have been saying that this is the same quality that they've had, you know, for for years. I think the white jerseys have always been a little. White jerseys, are, white jerseys are just tough, you know. I think it's hard, but I mean, and especially like in in, in the sun or whatever. But like, but you're telling me Nike can't, you know, figure out a way to innovate yeah. that material, so it's these are not only light, but also you know, 
not translucent at all. These are particularly tough. And I think the images that are coming out of them are pretty funny. Yeah, they are. So that is, that's the thing that's happening online. People are certainly yeah. um, big mad about the, uh, the jerseys. Yeah, so you, you, you've seen a lot of baseballs. Yeah, you know, exactly. A lot of baseballs. A couple bats too. Uh, Liquid Death also released a powder um, called Death Dust. Um, first product line outside of liquid uh, canned beverages, I guess, for Liquid Death. It's it's a thing that everyone has been doing mm-hmm. is just electrolyte powder, right? I mean, or just electrolyte like, powder rules. Yeah, and so I guess they're so they're putting powder. You could you put the powder into the water mm-hmm. and make flavored water, or you could just buy the flavored water, right? Yeah. So this is a thing that kind of uh, has become pretty mainstream and. I think this all leads, this is what this, to me, this reads as a brand that's right about to sell to Coke or Pepsi. Or yeah. Like it's, it's, it's kind of gearing up for acquisition or you know, showing how the brand can expand in, in an effort to kind of like mm-hmm. say, like we've taken the brand to the peak of its ability and now it's time for, here you go, run it into the ground, run it into the <laughs> ground and we'll take our billion we'll take our 10 billion dollars that's crazy and we'll you know mike and andy and all those guys that fucking have been building that brand are gonna get super super mega paid and uh the brand will then uh, be distributed uh, cool. all around the world and it'll probably start to maybe potentially have yeah, it'll last, be fine. last it'll be fine It'll be fine. So I'm kind of surprised that they didn't rock a like small plastic baggie for this powder. You know, what type of powder is it? A bag? Is it a paper bag? No, it's like a little sachet, foil pouch. I think there was a little people were a little upset with the uh, plastic. Plastic is that plastic? Yeah, I know know that Dylan was a bit upset about it. Oh, that's interesting. That makes sense. I I kind of was like, you know, if they're they've got this aesthetic, maybe it should just be a little dime bag. But, okay, that would be a little. Yeah, but so, they ain't cool enough to rock that. So. Yeah, someone said they should have called it Ashes. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of leaning into the death theme instead of death dust, ashes or liquid. You know, some yeah. some sort of ash, some ash play. Um, Do you think they're gonna promote people snorting it on there? Probably not. I think I, I genuinely think this is. Uh, I think they're 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 trying to they're they're going mainstream. This is listen. That's okay. It's fine. The it's world fine. needs can water. No, it's good. They changed the world. They changed the fucking world, and well, kind of, not really. No, they did. They, eh, yeah. the, they did the first thing that actually is a. They took water that plastic water, which was there's fuck ton too much plastic water out there, and they're forcing people. They they showed them the path towards canned water. That's fair, and that's and 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 they did it in a really unique and exciting and cool way. So shout out to with that. Um, talking about brands that are pushing 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 culture forward, Kevin. Ta- uh, Taco Bell. Taco we, we, Bell's we, back. Dude, we talked about this, right? About how, how they did like a uh, a keynote, Apple-style keynote. We did, right? I think so. Yeah, and they introduced a bunch of new stuff. And I don't... They, I think they introduced this, which was the sort of Taco Bell version of a Choco Taco, mm-hmm. which we talked about famously on the show. Choco Taco was a, a, a beloved uh, sort of franchise and product that was always a little soggy and never really kind of that good. Yeah. But then people had developed an affinity for as they were getting rid of it. Yeah. Getting rid of it. Oh, we said it was a riding off of its name. Yeah. A great name. Choco Taco. Um, 
And uh, but Taco Bell's Taco Bell has their finger on the pulse of the internet, and Taco Bell does a great job with marketing. And so they're like, "We're gonna bring the Choco Taco back." And so they partnered with an ice cream brand called Salt and Straw, which is um, have you ever had it? I've had it. It's really good. Yeah, and, I've heard it's good. I've heard it's very good. Yeah, and so they're bringing back a version of the Choco Taco, which is uh, yeah, it's a taco shaped waffle cone filled with cinnamon ancho ice cream that's been dipped in single origin chocolate sauce. Um, each will be served, or there's there's three different versions of them with different sauces and a cheesecake dip. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Sounds I'm pretty, pretty I'm pretty damn hungry too. Fire. So me too. I'm also starving. <laughs> so Choco Taco, great name, and I think it's very smart that Taco Bell's like we can, oh, 100%. We, we, we can we can get in here. We'll pick it. We'll pick up Klondike wherever. Yeah, where Klondike, uh, you know, we see trash, we see treasure. Yeah, I won't lie. This headline got me. I, I but it said, for a second. Um, it's, the headline was oh, Choco Taco is back, yeah. and I was like, "Oh no way!" Klondike's coming back with it, and then I click into it, and it's Salt and Straw. Which at first I was a little disappointed, and then when I thought about it, I was like, "Oh, well, Salt and Straw will do a, a much better job than Klondike will." So well, we've talked. This about will be how, a win-win. We talked about how Taco Bell like very like I think we, didn't right? we call? I feel like we called it. Well, didn't we say this is going to happen? We said Taco Bell is going to come in there. We may have called this. We may have so called roll it, the tape. So. Roll the tape. Um. Uh, <laughs> we talked about how they wanted Taco Tuesdays and how they stole it from a fucking Taco John's. Mm-hmm. So now, did they just? They're not gonna. They can't call this thing a Choco Taco. No, probably. No, no. But I think it's gonna be like a inferred. I think it's gonna be like chocolate taco or something. Like I think it's gonna be. Oh man, they're 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 calling it the iconic ice cream chocolate taco. <laughs> it's like the big game. I yeah, feel like they just need to go ahead and buy that trademark. Yeah, or get, get yeah. some sort of license they to should, use yeah, it. Yeah, they should talk to the contact, but maybe they don't need it. But it is a great name. Uh, speaking of great names, Kevin, should we talk about the Cheesa? The Cheesa, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So KFC, uh, fine purveyors of uh, fried chicken, has uh, decided to launch a pizza item, which is just a piece of fried chicken with tomato sauce. Cheese and pepperoni on top. Cheesa, and they're calling it the Cheesa. Pronounce Cheetza. 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 So this has been on the menus in the Philippines since 2015, apparently, and wow. pretty well, and uh, has regularly featured uh, in Germany, India, Korea, Mexico, and Spain, and also uh, Thailand and Taiwan. So it has not made its uh, debut here in America, but uh, they're coming in hot. Actually, Alex. They had a New York City pop up on February twenty third and twenty fourth, and uh, oh, that was two, three, three yeah, days the, ago. the Lower East Side. So, so that so we missed it. We did miss it, but do you, I know exactly which KFC this is? The one in like yeah. yeah in Manhattan. So that's like the most like that's apparently it's supposed to be a really good KFC. I've heard that like huh. that KFC is like whoever runs that place. They got to run it like the Navy. They got to run it like the Navy, and the chicken is crispy and shit is. Well, if like, they do, if quality. they if they do a lot of volume and they keep those fryers moving, like yeah, I, it's yeah. got to be good. Like they, you know. I've heard it's a pretty yeah. like as far as KFC goes, not all of them are equal. That one is actually really dope. So they turned it into a chizzeria. Cheatseria. So they changed the t- they changed the uh, the awning and uh, yeah, fried chicken and pizza collaborated to create something even better. The That's Chitza. New York, baby. Yeah, Nick Chavez, the uh, chief marketing officer for KFC United States, said in a statement, "The fan favorite mashup is finally available in the United States." <laughs> so if you're in New York, uh, you have to go back in time a couple of days, but uh, East 14th Street, the uh, KFC location, will be slanging cheatsas. Are you wow. into this, Kevin? Um, I would try it. I would probably try it. Me too. I probably, I actually won't try it, but 
I don't know. I, I'd like to entertain the idea that I might try it. You know, I have another. Hot I'm take. not like super offended by it. I'm not. A, you know, I'm not a New Yorker, so I don't, is you know. this just chicken parm? <laughs> That's a good take. <laughs> this is just. This is just chicken Chick- parm. This, this is truly chicken parm. <laughs> This Good is, chick- this is job, chicken guys. parm. You, you put guys pepperoni on chicken parm. Yeah, you put pepperoni on chicken <laughs> parm. Congratulations. This is chicken parm. <laughs> you can this get chicken take. parm from anywhere. Yeah, this, but this now you can get it. At, now you can get. Uh, you can get it at KFC. Yeah, it's chicken parm. It's chicken parm. Now it's chitza, bro. <laughs> and they call it chitza. <laughs> the real, the real innovation here is the name. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. And honestly, I'm pretty hungry right now, so I would. Me too. I would. I'm very hungry. Would. Would eat. Um, we got to talk about this. Uh, 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 we got to talk about a trend that is sweeping the nation, Kevin. Yeah. You know what it is? What? Dual duty iPhone cases. Oh, I need an iPhone case. I know. Me too. My actually iPhone case is actually falling apart. I've probably had it for like three years. I don't so. have an iPhone case and my shit's all br- busted. Yeah, man. That's it's broken you, on both sides. You can't go caseless. It's a I look like, I look like a psycho right now, dude. So Haley Bieber is patient zero for this hot new trend, introducing the Rode iPhone case. Have you seen this? The piece? Rode iPhone case? Yeah. Have you seen it, Kevin? I have not. Wow. I'm going to show it to you live. Um. I'm going to show it to you live for the first time. You ready to see this? Yeah. Where are you sending it? I'm just going to turn my computer around. All right, sweet. In three, two. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Is that, that, what is that? Face cream? It's an iPhone case that has a lip balm that you can slide into its crevice. And um, she, she, uh, she just started posting this on her stories. And people are like, that is sexy for more reasons. Uh, I mean, it looks cool. And that, that, that tensions, that tension and friction is, is making uh, me all hot. That's and right. And so that also Haley Bieber, very famous and trendsetter uh, in many ways. So that happens. And the hottest new trend, similar to like, remember when that guy put a piece of duct tape on the, on the banana? Yeah, and every brand was like, a "What's true, my duct tape?" A banana true innovator. Thing. So this is now the this this is the second brand I've seen it, which is Body Vodka, and so they have an iPhone case that's also a flask. So my question about this also looks pretty cool. Did they have this in the works? They must have had this like they must have had this prototype, or maybe had this as an idea. And all of a sudden, when when because when Haley Bieber came out with that road thing, I was like, brands are going to do this. This is going to be a thing because all you need is your iPhone, your phone and your lip balm. And then, boom, bring them together. Just like the cheese brings, yeah. you know, pizza and, and, and fried chicken together. This is very smart. How can you make your phone a case for your product? And so a flask makes a lot of sense. But I just was really impressed by how quick this happened. Yeah, it did happen pretty quick, I guess. Now, now that you're telling me the timeline, and I'm just learning about this, that, yes. that did happen pretty quick. A flask into a smart... They're both good ideas. I don't know. I'm, I'm out on the flask. Smartphone no? flask. That thing's nasty. I don't know. I don't want to put my lips on my iPhone case. Well, maybe, but you... It, it's it, probably, iPhone cases are probably one of those things that, you know, if you ask like a... I think it's just a, a holder, a, If you though. ask like one of those fancy scientists that's got a Petri dish, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, that shit's dirtier than your toilet bowl. I believe them. I think iPhones are some of the most dirty yeah, it's things disgusting. on the planet Earth. Yeah. But I don't think you have to drink the case, Kevin. I think it's just a holder for a little flask. I think that's the way it's Oh, it's just a holder? 
Still, I mean, it's in your pot. I don't, I don't know. Shout out to, shout out to Body. It's a yeah, l- good job low proof quick. vodka brand. Low proof vodka brand. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Low. Are they like a? Are it's they non? It's not non-alcoholic. Are they doing like an experiential innovation on low proof vodka? Are they taking like you know corner store alcoholic vodka and turning it turning it a little premium? It looks good. I mean, Body's a it's a well designed brand. I don't know. Good for them. Mm-hmm. It's about time we start innovating on those brands. Yeah, it's a low. ABV vodka, which I gotta ask what the point of that is. I guess it's I guess, for alcoholics to buy at a gas station. But I think, I guess if I'm at a getting a Bloody Mary, maybe I don't want to get, maybe I'm, I just want a Bloody Mary with like, you get a virgin Bloody Mary, which is totally fine. And then you can get a vodka Bloody Mary. Maybe this is like a, I just want a light buzz kind of thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, shout out to innovation. Innovation. Innovation happening. that yeah, excites. Yeah, innovation that excites. Too big. Uh, the yeah, iPhone. A little fronty. A little fronty. Yeah, uh, the iPhone. Watch. I think the lip balm iPhone case uh, is, uh, is something you'll be talking about. We'll be talking about at the end of the year. I think mm. it's that. Um, it, it's made that much noise. Wow. Interesting. Um, uh, before we get out of here, Kevin, two quick things. Your boy, Fietti, is back. Thank He's, you for pronouncing his name correctly. I know how to pronounce it. Yeah, Fietti. Um, a lot of people come up in here and say Fieri, and get, I say get that shit out of here. You Pronounce the ta- man's name correctly. Fieri. Um, he has launched a uh, line of sauces, which, to be honest, it feels like about damn time. I mean, how does he not already have sauces? Uh, they're called Flavor Town, and then they are, but it's also donkey sauce. So what's going on here? So does it promotes his no, so restaurant? Do- donkey sauce is the like flagship sauce from his. Guy's American Kitchen. Got I don't know it. if it's at other restaurants, but thank I I've, thank I vividly it. remember I've been there. Yes. I was at the Times Square one back in 2016, and it's Got the it. signature sauce, donkey sauce from his line of sauces. Great name, so, donkey sauce. Yeah, donkey sauce. Got it. So he's got so he, it's a line of sauces called Flavor Town. Donkey sauce being the lead skew, while he also has jalapeno, hickory, Carolina, something else. So top secret sauce. A top secret sauce. Uh, so this feels late. Um, and I will say, but sure. Good for him getting into this sort of consumer package. Good you like game. the packaging. I, like I think how, I like how he put himself on it. I think the packaging is terrible. Really? Yeah. I think the packaging. What are you talking about? I th- so, and the reason why I'm going to say it's so bad is because the man, like he's got a bad aesthetic, right? Like we know that. That's um, cap. But he could have done this in a cool way. And I don't think. He's got a good aesthetic. No, sorry. His, You're a hater. Sorry. His aesthetic is defined. It is like, sorry, it's very ownable. It's very recognizable. It's got flames. It's got this like very sort of vintage car, like, you know, sort of vibe. Like it's like LA. It's like what? Like, I don't even know how I would describe it. I think it's pretty Vegas. It's yeah. It's like Vegas meets car culture meets, you know, black letter type meets flames. Like it's it, America, baby. It's America. But this doesn't do it well, in my opinion. I think this could have been done well. And I even think the bottle itself looks like this sauce is going to like, I don't know. It just feels cheap. It's in plastic. I'm not a fan. Maddie Matheson just came out with a brand of his own flavored sauces. Well, of course, that one's going to be fucking And that shit looks tasteful. gorgeous. Yeah, of course. Yeah, shout out to Wedge, man. So this could have been done well. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying... I'm all for Fietti making sauces. This is the fact that he already that didn't have this out yet is but this shocking is this to is me. what Guy Fietti does. This is his aesthetic. This is why we love him. No, this yes. is but a big picture of him on the side of the pack and 
uh, on this shitty bottle. Well, you got to know where it's sh- coming from, bro. shadow. You got to know. I'm sorry. This is not working for me. Uh, the, I, uh, uh, I'm just not here for it. Shout out to Dylan. They said that the man transcends aesthetics. He does. <laughs> I mean, he that is not wrong. But here's the thing. There's bad, and there's so bad it's good. This falls into bad right, for me. I could... I, I I can see where you're coming from with that. Thank you. Now that you've put it into Kevin terms. Yes. I think it's, this could have been so bad it was awesome. Let him cook. And I'm looking at it and it looks bad. Also, I will say these mock-ups look pretty bad too. Like, like in his hand, they look a little bit better. Now I'm looking at a second picture. Uh, But also, man, don't put a picture of yourself on the fucking side of this thing. I disagree. Uh, shout out to fucking, I want to be looking at guy when I open shout out to fridge. Fred Hart shout out to fucking interact Boulder they just redid the fucking feastables packaging and they took Mr Beast down a notch wow yeah it says Mr Beast's feastables in big letters before it was Mr Beast bar and then feastables are real small they got that right this this is not getting it right this is yeah wrong. we should uh this is wrong we should get we should get Fred on to talk about that process you know what shout out to Fred we're look for an email from us coming shortly we want to talk about it. I want to hear what it was like to do a hundred plus rounds of uh, work for Mr Bees um did he need to see a hundred because he had to you know uh, cure a hundred people their blindness and see a hundred designs and you see the the video where he said I, he he trapped a hundred people ages zero to a hundred in boxes. Do you see this video? <laughs> and uh, on Twitter, people just posted, they reposted the thing and just the first sentence just said, I trapped 100 people ages zero to 100 in boxes. Like, oh my what God. a weird thing to say. <laughs> like, just if it wasn't Mr. Beast, you'd be like, I wonder if that, is- sen- that sentence has probably never, ever <laughs> been said before in the entirety yeah. of human history. I trapped 100 people ages zero to 100 in boxes. Like, what a what that's a sentence, you know. That's just that's just a, a tremendous sentence. It's just content, dude. We gotta start yeah. doing that. It's sorry, the, if I, you wanna be popping, we I gotta looked, start trapping people in boxes. I, I looked it up. It said the, the actual page, the actual quote says, I found a hundred people ages one through a hundred and trapped them in cubes. <laughs> that's the sentence. That's it. I tra- uh, shout out to all those yeah. Shout out to the parents of those uh, those children. Yeah. Let's just say the four and under children so, to be trapped in those boxes. So That's people crazy. are just tweeting, I found 100 people ages 1 to 100 and trapped them in cubes. That's all the tweets that they're... That's just what people are tweeting. Wow. Which is amazing. Shout out to, shout out to Mr. Beast. We, we, have a, we have a great society. I will say, shout out to Mr. Beast. This content is, is, is A+. Plus. Uh, last story of the day, uh, Kevin. This is from Under Consideration. Shout out to Brand New. I'm speaking at first round. Wow. I should probably start promoting that. Yeah, you should. Uh, if, if you're in the New York area, first round is an amazing conference where designers show their first round presentations for projects. So if you ever wonder how a brand pitches or sells in their work or presents their work in the first round, first time that clients are seeing work, this is a conference that is fully focused on first round. You should walk out to it feels like the first time. It honestly is an awesome conference. You know that and, song? Yeah, of course. Uh, and I'm going to be presenting most likely not hundred percent sure or guaranteed, but probably United States of America, the first round. Cause people always say yeah. like, how did you guys get that through? Like, how did you possibly yeah, get I feel like what, what, like, yeah, what, what else would you even do? Yeah. I mean, there's so play many the hits, Alex, Come play, on. The, play the hits. So, uh, shout out to Armin, shout out to brand new, uh, under consideration has the scoop here, Puma and Cheetos come together for All-Star Weekend to do a uh, a line of sneakers, part of the uh, Puma basketball sort of range of products, um, with Cheetos, bright neon orange, 
and uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool looking kind of uh, yeah uh, colla- uh, collection here. I ca- I kind of love a sneaker collab. Yeah, um, it kind of hits, and especially like Cheetos with. Scoot Anderson's maybe not the best basketball player this year. Great he's, name though. Great name. Uh, I think he's having a bit of struggles in his rookie season. The stats aren't looking too great, but hey, I think I, the, I think I the think shoes are actually kind of dope. The shoes are fire. Yeah, yeah and the then the auxiliary merch is also fire. They had yeah. like some sweaters and shit. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. Like, and and the box that came in was sort of looked like a a sort of a, a box that a bodega would get, like yeah. the sort of like industrial sort of Cheetos box, which is pretty fucking cool. And then I have to add another thing that I saw that stood out to me. At All-Star Weekend, they had a giant oversized Cheetos bag that you can walk inside of. And the inside was all metallic foil. That's pretty sweet. So it was all silver and like really cool looking on the inside. And all the Cheetos bright orange merch and some of the art stuff, that installations or whatever that was Hmm. inside of this bag. It literally looked like you were inside a bag of Cheetos. That's sweet. Yeah. And I really like that. I don't know who did that or what. Cheetos, you know, they 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 got a good brand. They don't really miss. Yeah. No, and I think this is like it's a it was just a cool like activation. I find those things to be kind of uh, cheesy most of the time. But uh you talked about how uh, brands got to activate. Brands got to activate, but you talked about how Coinbase did something particularly cool with sort of uh the moonshot thing. Yeah. And then this is a pretty cool activation inside a bag of Cheetos. I have a picture here, Kevin. Um, oh, that's not sweet. the best picture, but I mean, yeah, it's dope. It is cool. It looks like it was actually. Also, say what you will. Yeah. Or I, I guess you know. I guess I'm talking to me because yeah. uh, I was talking shit on the All Star weekend. But say what you will about the dunk contest, but that floor, the light up floor, oh, was fucking sick. Like I think you're 100. percent right. think we almost. I'm didn't excited. Talk about the light I'm up floor. excited to see how that evolves in the future the absolute coolest part of all-star weekend yeah. by far was the led floor that they played on i'm hoping to see well actually i don't know because i didn't watch any of the dunks but i'm hoping to see some cool like maybe like custom like routine sinking or like interaction on the floor because i don't i don't know i don't really know how much there was but oh you're saying like the floor interacts no dude when the the players in the dunk contest were like when they were moving, fire was like tracking them on the floor. That's sweet. It was fucking cool as hell. Man. I'm saying I would maybe I want like a personalized one that goes with their dunk. You know, oh, uh, you know, a little considered show, right? Yeah, I mean that floor is amazing. They didn't play the main game on that floor. I don't think. Yeah, I don't I think, think. I don't think it's ready to be played. Like, I don't think the players would want to do that. No, I guess so. Um, there's something. I mean, it must not. It must be tough to run on, or I, I don't know. There's there's some reason why it's not ready. Well, those to dudes be, don't want to get hurt on a yeah on a, you know, on a LED. I mean, that's why that experimental the, that's basketball why the game court. sucks. You know, is it? Why can't they figure out a way? I don't want to turn into a sports podcast <laughs> here again. But like, why can't it's they okay, figure out the end? Why can't they figure out a way to make the All Star Game competitive? I don't understand. I don't know. I just I don't think dudes. It doesn't mean anything. So like, they don't want to play hard. I wouldn't want to play hard in that. Like. It's kind of just you go and entertain the crowd, and it's kind of like the Harlem Harlem Globetrotters a little bit, right? You're just kind of hucking up threes, and yeah. they score like it's like a 200 point game, right? Yeah, no, they had the highest scoring like game in the history of basketball, whatever. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. It just there. I saw some clips online of old like All Star games. Yeah, dude, and like. 
they were playing hard. So when did they just stop giving a shit? Co- after Kobe left the league. Yeah, man. Kobe, they don't have that mama mentality. No, I mean, it's true. Like, I remember catching one when Jordan was still in the league, like when he was on the Wizards. And that one was like, they yeah. were going fucking hard in that game. Like, I just don't understand. Like, why don't they, like, want to compete? And like, I used to be stoked to watch that. Yeah, like, me too. I said this before. Like, I love All-Star Weekend. I watch it religiously, and I, I'm just constantly being let down. But, like, what? Like, you have the best basketball players on planet Earth. You split them into two teams. Why can't we figure out a way to make them play hard against each other? Like, it's not like these guys are going to get super hurt it's also like they don't even need to be playing at 100 either like if they they, if they stepped it up to 75 yeah they're just (laughs) shooting from deep range and just there's no like here's the thing why can't they play defense just play defense yeah i don't want to it's just (laughs) i I don't know It's, it's just turned into something that's just not fun to watch they don't care yeah someone said this so i'm not this is an original thought they don't care so i don't care Mm -hmm. and that's what it comes down to that's fair. If you don't care, I don't care. I think this year is the first year that I haven't, like, like I, like you, I'm a big dunk contest guy. As a, as a child, I yeah, loved it. Like, yeah. you know, Nate Robinson, Dwight Howard, uh, you know, Jason Richardson, Vince Carter. Like, those are my guys. Like, I love the dunk contest. I want to dunk my entire life. I still do. Yeah, of course. I'd give my left lung. Do you to dunk. think. Um, that we've just hit peak dunk ability. Like, do you think that we can't do anything more? I don't know. Like, interesting? Because I feel like you should, like, I think it's, it's not like snowboarding where, like, people push themselves further Mm. to do crazier things. Like, Sean White, like, used to win a fucking Olympics with, like, a 1280, and now a 1280, like, doesn't even get you, like, into the competition. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I think people are expecting that, myself included, to like where the thing goes up. But because there's nothing catapulting them yeah. off. So what we need to do is introduce a, a trampoline of some sort or something that people can push themselves yeah. a little bit further. They got to they get rid of, yeah. I think it's the opposite. I think they got to get rid of the props. Pro, no props. No props. No well, people. No people. I hate, it's like, we've already seen... Someone dunk, dunk over tall yeah, people. Yeah, that's I don't right. understand. Why is that impressive? It's not, impre- it's not it's that not, impressive. No, they dunked over Shaq. That's it. They dunked, dunked over Taco Fall. Not impressive. Not impressive. Fucking Nate Robinson dunked over Shaq like 10 yeah. years ago. It's been done. It's been done. We don't need to see that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Just try some new, something new. I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. Because like, I feel like these dudes aren't really practicing. Like, you're, you're not practicing like crazy dunks. And... Maybe we've hit a ceiling of like what's the possible. dunks that you need to go beyond. Like you actually probably need to be practicing them like, you know, well in advance. Like, cause there are people doing crazy dunks, but they're not in the NBA. They're just dunkers. There's Matt McClung. <laughs> you know how I feel about Matt McClung. I'll say it again. He's that your dude, boy. No, that dude should not be, <laughs> that dude should not be in the all-star game. Yeah, I agree. I, I think last year I disagreed and I was like, that's good for him. But no, two years in a row, uh, you know. And I guess he's he, he it's earned not it. the he fucking earned, he earned G it last League. year. He can be in the G League dunk contest. He earned it last year. I'll get. I don't have a problem with him being in this year. Why? Because he had a ten day contract. No, he earned it last year because he won the dunk contest last year, and you get to defend. The dude should not be in the dunk contest. He's not in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, he is a dunker. He's a good dunker. If, but here's the thing: if you want to open it up to the best dunkers in the world, then fine. Open it up to every person that's ever dunked on True. YouTube. Bring in all the fucking best dunkers and be like. 
can the NBA players dunk better than the YouTubers? Yeah. And make it interesting and find some YouTuber that can do some fucking crazy shit and bring them in. Bring in all the best dunkers. But like to pretend that Mac McClung is an NBA <laughs> athlete and, and put him in the dunk contest against fucking, you know, real basketball players, I don't know. Yeah. It's just I said it working. last year and I'll say it again this year. Matt McClung just get he needs he needs some help with the aesthetic. I mean, I kinda like his vibe. No? He looks like a creative player with like stock tattoos. His tattoos are pretty bad. Yeah, he, he needs he good. needs he needs to get, do more. He needs he needs to cover up. Okay, arm. one last thing before we go: the Clippers, new uniform, new logo, new branding. I saw it. I I think I like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's not like it's clean. It's clean. It's just simple, and it's just like a script and nice colors. That's and you know it's 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 nothing crazy. But that last one, the one they had introduced like two three years ago, it's been a while though. That, it's, it's been way longer than two three years. <laughs> oh fuck, man! It was like. That was like CP3 era, CP3 Blake Griffin when they oh, when they first God. rolled those out. Tell me that was like twenty years ago. Tell me, or sorry, tell me that was like ten. Years it was, ago. I think I it was. It was I think it was ten. Years. It was ten. I th- I think that's what my head says. Okay, I'll look it up. That was really bad. Yeah, those sucked. Those. I'm were glad really... that they moved. I'm glad that now they're actually like you know, I, the people who I know who follow the NBA say that the Clippers have a nice shot of they're pu- they're playing the best basketball right now. Really, but. Okay, Kevin. They introduced them in 2015, so almost. That's 10, what I. That's 10. what I would. That makes guessed. sense. Because the thing, 2015 does feel like two to three years ago, mm-hmm. and also was nine years ago, which is practically Jeez. 10 years ago. So it is both of those things, and I could get there that wrong because I got married in 2015. That feels like just a couple of years ago, but it will also be 10 years next year. Wow. So um, that's the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Kevin and I are, we're back. We're back, baby. Like each week we appreciate all. Yeah, the we'll, we'll get it. We'll get this. Rolling we're trying to get this more. thing right. Yeah. We'll get some new, uh, some new apps. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. Thank you for caring. Leave a review. Leave a review. The other day, actually uh, the other day today, I was looking at the reviews because, um, you know, I want to share them with someone and there were some pretty nice, really wonderful comments that you guys have left. So leave a review. Follow the Instagram, Kevin. Can you send me the password to the Instagram? I'm locked out of it. So, um, oh yeah, I had, I we sorry. need to start. Pa- I, I recently just I had to change it recently. Let's let's start posting. Yes, there again. We we guys, we've just been busy. We'll pick and it up. We, we, we're, we're, sorry, but we're we're the podcast matters. Design matters. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Debbie. Yeah. Sweet. Peace. All right, later.